Hey, how are you doing, Gabriel? How's everything? Oh, everything's fine. Thank you. Here in Seville, uh, enjoying the bad weather, meaning that we have 45 degrees. So at the end, I will prefer to be um, uh, in, in maybe in the Iceland. Uh, but well, I have some, some things here that I love, so I, I come pretty often. <laughs> Not bad at all. I'm in Madrid, also 45 degrees, but well, at least... Madrid is beautiful, but you cannot come to Seville because at the end they are prepared for this hit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so you go to a bar to have a tapa or something like that. Um, it is better to, to have a manzanilla or a small beer here. Than... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I normally start with, uh, with a question to all the speakers that comes to the shift uh, every month. And this question is, how excited are you right now in a scale of one to five being five to top? I mean, in general, it's not about like this interview, uh, <laughs> but in general. Well, basically, I'll say it's a five. Uh, why? Obviously the interview, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, we, we met uh, a few months ago and uh, you told me about this project that you have in hands. And I believe, I, I thought at the time that I would love to participate in it and, and, and talk. So, so I'm pretty excited about it. And also I'm very excited because at the end, uh, I'm doing my passion, which is entrepreneurship. I always want to do this. So, so what I, I'm living my best life and, and hope is for the rest of my life. So, so <laughs> Yeah, it's super great. And I think that's what we all should aim for. So yeah, uh, I mean, I know you, we met some months ago, but like people who are probably listening to us, they say, okay, who is this Gabriel we're talking about? Uh, so yeah, I mean, tell us a bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, uh, where have you studied, where you come from? Okay, I'm, well, my name is Gabriel Arron. I studied in, in a university in Madrid. Um, um, and where I come from, Mallorca. Uh, I love my Iceland, but always I've said that Madrid is my city. Um, um, <laughs> anyways, during these years, um, and when I finished, I, I started in IE because I, I wanted to, to become an entrepreneur, as, as I said earlier, and, and that's what I've managed to do. Um, so yes, I'm I'm someone that loves wine, and that's why I started with this sector, specific industry. Uh, so I'm doing a, um, a selling and promoting uh, company for wineries, and that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's super great. How is it? Uh, how is going into a really traditional sector? Well, uh, at first it was quite complicated. I started a year ago. That's when I ended my my, my dual degree in, in, in business and law in, in IE. Um, and well, I I have to say, uh, the, uh, the pandemic, uh, I see a difference because obviously I started to, to, uh, to learn about the market and to be inside this market before I, I ended my degrees. Uh, but, uh, I've seen a difference between before and after the pandemic, and actually, it's 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 it has been a, a complete change for the for the whole industry, a huge traditional industry, as mm -hmm. many other, um, in the way of of of, of 
both promoting and selling wine. So at the end, um, today it's easier for me to, to do what I do, which is basically just buying and selling uh, mm -hmm. with good and, and um, than before. That's, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And how is it to work with people that are probably much older than, than you? Because, I mean, they have, like, uh, really, uh, I mean, long-time uh, companies. I'm actually 23. I mean, uh, I have this um, virtue that I look pretty, young, pretty old. <laughs> for <laughs> I think I'm 30. Uh, I don't think it's a virtue for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, it is. And whatever this business. <laughs> Uh, so no one knows wh which my which is my background, and I and I don't like talking about myself much. Uh, this interview is about myself. That is nice, but in business, in the business mode, you only talk about uh, what you can do, what you can do, mm -hmm. selling, obviously, um, of results in, in a few uh, in a few months time or a few years time. So. I never say my age. They many times they've asked me which is my age. Uh, they they try to say like in a polite way, say, um, <laughs> oh, so yeah, like you, thirty-two or thirty or I don't know, twenty-eight. And I and I just laughed and I say, well, well, uh, you know, things what we were talking about. I don't. I never talk about my age. <laughs> so I don't really know that. I I believe things. I'm I'm thirty, and then. Mm, at the end, when they know your age, because obviously your uh, your um, your data to to when you make a selling or something like that, um, in that case they don't care because you you have results. So mm -hmm. things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, couldn't agree uh, much more. So uh, because you have this such young age, what opportunities yeah. do you think you have? in comparison with, with older people uh, for, uh, for what you do right now? Well, uh, the thing is, I believe life, it's a constant learning. So I've never seen age as a, as a problem um, because at the end, when you get older, you learn faster. Uh, you, uh, by learning, you, you, you increase the capability of learning more. Um, so I wouldn't say I have um, a vantage through uh, against these the, the older people, but uh, but I started now because uh, I wanted to do it in in the moment, and I saw that I have the opportunity. Um, mm -hmm. so better do what I do love now than than wait a few years. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, basically is that. I mean um, the the. The only thing that I will say is different between us is that I do what I love before they, they do it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And another thing, because in the end, right now, you're really interested in the, in the world of wine. Yeah. I think it's a really curious world uh, with a lot of culture, with a lot of, uh, with a lot of history, with a lot of orations. Um, how do you think it's possible to promote the wine culture into a really young culture into Yen where probably these hard alcohols uh, are more known and are more consumed by these Yen people. 
Well, you see, um, at the end, wine has always been uh, sold to people as something that should be for special occasions, uh, that should um, be drunk by people of success. Uh, it is quite, many people see wine as posh or something um, uh, that makes you feel better with yourself. Uh, obviously money is related with older ages. And I believe wine should never see, be seen like that because there are many uh, type of wines, many prices inside the market, many great wines in different categories. And never, no one should be, uh, um, they never should close their mind in a specific idea in, the, in this industry. Uh, it's difficult because uh, you have that idea. Uh, many youngsters have the idea that wine is for older generations or, uh, or that they don't know anything about wine. So I saw this uh, problem and that's why I started because I've always loved wine. And I saw that my friends that surround me um, used to tell me, hey, well, basically, I don't know much about wine, but uh, I enjoy white wine. Or I don't know much about wine, but I, I enjoy red wines, things like that all the time. Uh, mm -hmm. And I, I always told them, uh, well, you don't have to know much about wine in order to enjoy it. Um, the problem with wine is that the, is the industry that requires uh, the most knowledge in order to consume it. No one asks you prefer um, Coca-Cola or Pepsi, you know? No one asks you uh, how the, the different aromas or different tastes or different sensations that you have when you drink Pepsi, um, when they ask you what do you prefer. It's just Pepsi and cola. And everyone say, no, I prefer cola or I prefer Pepsi. And it's just that. It's simple as that. Mm -hmm. So obviously wine is a more uh, sophisticated and complicated uh, industry as um, it has uh, a lot regarding the, the earth where it's produced, a lot regarding the, the temperatures and the, the, um, uh, the, the geographic locations and things like that and the way it's produced. Mm -hmm. um, but you don't have to know about wine in order to actually mm -hmm. drink it. And, and for that people that wants to know, wants to learn more about wine, what do you recommend apart from following their favorite wineries? Well, uh, I will recommend, first of all, and very important, if you are a Spanish speaker, to follow me on Instagram. That would be... <laughs> Vivacus. Vivacus. <laughs> At the end, uh, I tried to... That's where I started. I started on Instagram a year ago, trying to... to a little earlier, but with worse con content. Uh, but I tried to show younger generations that wine could be drunk, uh, that they could drink wine without knowing much about it and uh, to learn a little bit of the world of wine. Mm -hmm. Also, you can learn it uh, by reading articles. I believe the most important thing is uh, going to the source, to the winery, uh, maybe uh, going tastings. Tasting are the most important thing. You have to drink wine in order to understand it profoundly because when you go to tastings, you are not only uh, understanding the winery, but also the wine itself. So at the end, it's just tasting and going with people that maybe knows a little better than you about wine. Um, it is super cheap to go to a, to a winery today. You have for 15 euros, you can go to, to the greatest wineries in Spain or high, 
highest produ producing wineries in Spain, 15 to 20 euros, and they put like three or four wines, uh, then you can eat something there. And it's a great thing to do in the weekends or in Madrid or any city, you can go to wine shops that they sell wine and, and also with 20 euros, 15 euros, you can do that. So if you want to learn about wine, just taste, just go to taste things. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Obviously, don't forget about it. <laughs> that was the most important. So changing a bit of topic, uh, I mean, if you will like some, I mean, if you can go back five years, and you would have liked to someone to have told you something about, uh, about something you could have started right before, what it would mm -hmm. be? If I have to go back five years, I believe I'll do exactly what I did, not because I did everything perfect, but because I, the things that I did were not perfect. And the things that I did make me what I am today. Um, Everything in life, it's a constant learning. So you don't have to, to run away from, from things that don't, don't go well or don't, well, don't go as, as respected or um, weren't the perfect thing, you know? Uh, because of those things, maybe you learn more than those that the great successes. Mm -hmm. so, so today, thank you, thanks to, to those things, uh, I don't do the things that I did five years ago. So basically, I'm doing five years ago uh, what what I shouldn't do five years ago. I'm doing it uh, what I should do five years ago. Sorry, I'm doing it today. So yes, it's a five year difference, but it's a more in depth learning what I shouldn't do and more of the things that we cannot understand. So yes, mm -hmm. and like if you have like someone to tell you something uh, right back ago, what would yes. I was like okay, I know listen to your professors or do this course because it's going to change your life or read this book or uh, I don't know. Hmm. Great question. Uh, well, I will love in the past to have someone that will be actual, an actual guidance on business from earlier maybe uh, in business, but someone that just obviously I had, I had some great people that did that but I wanted like a specific personality that told me, well, you have to go to this um, network. Uh, net, uh, this, you have to go to this, uh, I don't know, uh, event. You have to mm -hmm. go to the thing. Uh, and actually help me to, to be better. You know, like do things that, that were cool and guide, to, to be a guidance. Uh, I had great mentors at the time that are fun are my family, part of my family, mm -hmm. since I was really uh, young. So I cannot, uh, and also friends of the family. Uh, but uh, maybe it will be that. But as I told you earlier, I'm pretty happy of what happened uh, five years ago or whatever, six years, seven years ago, uh, because I've always had great people around that has never pressured me uh, too much, has always given me a lot of freedom to do what I like. And I found my way, my way by myself. And also, um, I found their way uh, by they doing um, a great education, um, uh, educational manner, which is just giving you space, but trying to teach you in an indirect way. So I'm I'm very happy actually with, mm -hmm. with, with what ha what happened five years ago. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's really uh, that's really good. 
So uh, to finish, uh, to start finishing uh, our interview, we normally like asking our, our speakers about one book or maybe one person that has influenced them uh, a lot or uh, maybe inspired in some way. What book, what people, I mean, what person or people, what TV show or movie uh, you would like to recommend? Well, I enjoy history a lot. So I believe uh, the most important thing if you want to grow in life is understanding other people mm -hmm. and why they do things. That's one of the things that I enjoy the most. And for instance, um, I will say there are two trilogy, a trilogy and, and, and a group of books is not just one. You can read just one and, and be okay with it, which is The Century of Ken Follett. You cannot, maybe you don't have to, to see the way that Ken Follett, uh, the, the way how he, he writes or what he believes, but you have to see how he, he writes, the, the way he understands um, the, the person, the, the specific uh, environment about that person, mm -hmm. why he acts like this. So if this trilogy is, is, is great if you want to understand um, that there, the, the things that we do today may influence many generations after us. And not only that, but how we do it and um, the way we do it, it's, it's very important. And also how we understand the other people's behavior. Because at the end, it's, it's everything about how we understand the others. Mm -hmm. uh, and so there is a great book of a great, of a super person that it wasn't a great person, but it was a great strategic. And he was, uh, he's been, uh, he's eternal. I mean, he, he will always be remembered. But obviously, he, he did really bad things. But um, you have to understand the way he thinks or the way he acts. And obviously, don't take the bad things, but take the good things, uh, the strategic part, which is Caesar. So I will say there are two books, which is The Young Caesar and The Imperial Caesar of, uh, I believe, uh, uh, Rex Warner. Yes, um, Rex Warner. Um, this author is great, and, and it shows you how exactly Caesar uh, thought and all the, the people around him and, mm -hmm. and what he, he was. And mm -hmm. Okay, so well, thank you very much for coming uh, today with us. Hope you enjoyed the, uh, this small talk and well, hope to, the, to our listeners that they, uh, they like. And then one last thing, remember to follow who? Yeah, Vivacus, obviously. <laughs> and shit. <laughs> So yeah, uh, see you next time. Bye. See you. Thank you so much. Thank you.